Hello, my friend. Welcome to the More Than a Pastor show. I'm your host, Rich Avery. This is the show where we help pastors leverage your ministry know-how into sustainable income outside the church through a business or a side hustle that's right for you so you can serve God and provide for your family no matter what. Hey, I'm really glad you've joined me today. If you're new to the show, you can find out more about me, get the show notes for today's episode, and find some helpful tools and resources over at my website at morethanapastor.com slash 24 for episode 24. Have you ever been in a situation where you really ought to ask someone for help with something, but you just hated to ask someone else because you didn't want to put them out? But in the end, you did ask, and it felt so good because you got the help you really needed, and others were truly blessed by the opportunity to help you. Well, I had a situation like that when our oldest son was diagnosed with a brain tumor, and this was more than 20 years ago. Our son was three and a half years old at the time. For a number of weeks, maybe even a couple of months, we knew that something was wrong with him, but we took him to the doctor. I don't know, five or six times into the ER a couple of times, and they could never find anything wrong with him. Until one day, June 15th of the year 2000, when I brought him to the hospital for a CT scan just to see, okay, is there something going on in his head? And I brought him there, we had the scan, and the technician asked us to wait. And wait. And wait, because the doctor was going to come and take a look at the scan and then come and talk to us. Finally, after like 45 minutes to an hour, the doctor came in and told me that we needed to admit our son right away to the hospital because he had a brain tumor the size of an orange in the cerebellum in the back of his head, and it needed to be removed as soon as possible. And yes, I did say that I took him to the hospital because, uh, and not my wife or not both of us going together because my wife was nine months pregnant with our third child at the time. And so, you know, when you're pregnant, you can't come into the radiology department, so you can't be anywhere near the MRIs or the x-rays or the CAT scan machines. So she stayed home with our second son. I took our oldest to have the CAT scan done. And then I had this conversation with the doctor after an awkwardly long wait. And then I had to call my wife and say, honey, are you sitting down? So what does this have to do with asking for help? Well, you see, a couple of weeks before the tumor diagnosis, I had begun building a play fort for our growing family in the backyard. We had, uh, like I say, our oldest son was three and a half. Our, our second son was, was a year and a half old, and then we were expecting a newborn any time now. Um, our third child, we didn't know that he would also be a son. Um, so when it was finished, this play fort would have a climbing wall, a slide, some swings, and um, some kind of a, like a rope ladder thing. And during the five weeks that our son ended up being in the hospital, having had two brain surgeries, 
I was kind of just emotionally and mentally and physically exhausted, and I didn't really have the energy to finish the play for it anytime soon. And but it was time now for our son to come home from the hospital, uh, the one that was in who had had the tumor, and for our newborn baby. They all came home the same day, and I really wanted to get that play for it done. Um, but I just wasn't into it at the time. And we had the play fort to finish. There were a couple of yards of wood chips we wanted to have spread throughout this whole uh, section of our backyard that was dedicated to this play space. I knew I needed help to get it done, but I just didn't want to ask for help. I don't know. Have you been there yourself? I don't know if it's an occupational hazard as a pastor that we're so used to being the ones that help and give and serve. And then, you know, we think that, well, our needs aren't so great. Surely someone else, even if we need help, someone else needs help more than we do. So we're hesitant to ask. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. But I just wonder if you have felt that in your life as well. At some point, we feel that maybe our needs aren't so great or our needs aren't as important as others. And so we don't ask for help. Or maybe... Maybe it's the sin of pride. Maybe we think that we're somehow uh, above asking others for help. Either way, whatever it was, I was grateful that I was able to overcome my hesitancy to ask for help, and I shared the need with a friend. And then this friend got in touch with a few other people, started asking around to see who else might be willing to come and help us. And you know, within just a short time, we had a a number of volunteers who said they would be more than happy to come and help us finish our backyard project. So the next Saturday, they came, and it was like six or seven people, and it was very moving to see them all arrive with their tools and uh, their work clothes and work gloves. They're ready to go, and uh, it ended up being a fun day. We uh, provided lunch for the people, We got a ton of work done. The play fort got done, finished in no time. Uh, What we had to do was to finish putting the swing set together, uh, getting it um, assembled and attached to the the main play fort uh, tower structure. And so they got that finished for me, and then we got a ton of wood chips uh, spread throughout the backyard. Things were really looking great. So it got done in no time and probably better than if I had just done it on my own, by myself. But it only happened because I admitted I needed help, and I overcame my hesitancy of asking others if they'd be willing to help me. And you know there's one lesson I'll never forget that day? It's how everyone was blessed. Our family was blessed by the generosity of the people who came to help us, And somehow they were blessed by the opportunity to serve and to create this blessing for us. And isn't that just how God's kingdom works? Helping and blessing others, it's a two-way street. We give, we don't give to receive, but when we give, we receive something back. It's just how God set it up. There's a reciprocity that happens when we give and help others we are also helped and blessed in return, but sometimes in ways we wouldn't uh, see or, 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 or expect or understand how God works and how God makes that happen. So today, I want to admit to you that I need a little help with growing my podcast, The More Than a Pastor Show. 
Now, I don't know how long you've been listening or how you found out about the show, but somehow you found it, you gave it a listen, and unless this is your first episode, you've come back for more. So I want to first say thank you for being a part of the show, for joining in uh, each week. It really means a lot to me. Now, you might have noticed that when I, that I started this podcast back in the summer of 2020, and I created 10 episodes, and then I pod faded. I took a break for about a year. And now, since February of 2022, I've tried to create new episodes about twice a month. And, the, and my desire, though, is to create new episodes every week from here on out. And there's a couple of reasons for that. First, I want to grow my show and help as many pastors as possible to discover how to create income outside the church so they can serve God and provide for their family, no matter what happens economically, financially, socially, culturally in our society. But number two, I really feel that I owe it to you, the listener, to be consistent in creating content on a regular basis. If you enjoy the show and you want to listen to it regularly, you deserve to know that every week, on the same day and at the same time, there'll be a new show for you to listen to. And I'm sorry that I haven't lived up to that expectation. So in order to do that, I've challenged myself in the month of September to create new content, not every week, but every day. And I know it sounds crazy, but because if I can't be consistent in creating a new episode every week, how can I possibly create new content every day? Well, what I want to do is get in the habit of creating every day and not overthinking what I want to share or delaying myself and putting it out there to you, the listener. And I think it'll be fun to challenge and to push myself to create every day, but not worry that each episode needs to be a certain length. Some may be five, 10 minutes. Others, you know, could be 20 or 30. But hopefully each episode will contain content that will encourage, entertain, and bless you in some way. Now, look, I know you may not be up to listening to me every day, and that's cool. Uh, listen whenever you can. You know, you can read the the show notes and the description or the title of the podcast episode and decide, okay, is that one I want to listen to or not? Maybe there's some you listen to and some you skip and that's cool. Or maybe uh, you end up binge listening sometime and listening to them all uh, in a row. But whatever, uh, I'm producing the content, I'm putting it out there. And whether whether you listen to them all or or pick the ones you want, or whether you're new and you listen to them all in, in sequence, that's fine. But um, I want to get in this habit of trying to create and produce something every day. So my goal had been to start on September 1st, but you know what? It's September 5th when I'm recording this and putting this out, so I'm already five days behind. And uh, we had the Labor Day holiday here in the U.S., and I actually uh, had a little... Um, not a scare, but uh, I, I was wondering whether I had COVID for a couple of days because I had been out to dinner uh, last week with a, a friend from out of state, and um, we enjoyed an awesome dinner together, sat for three hours uh, talking uh, about podcasting and, and business and, and about serving pastors and, and a lot of the challenges that pastors are facing right now, because he meets with pastors every day in his work, and uh, and so many are struggling, so many are hurting, so many need to think of other things to do to broaden their horizons, to get out of ruts, 
to move forward in their life and in what God wants them to do. Maybe for some to start a business. And so obviously that message really resonates with me. We had a wonderful time for three hours sitting and talking. And then the next day I got a message from him saying, um, I've been sick in the last few hours and uh, I just did a COVID test and it's positive. <laughs> and I was like, well, um, it's a good thing we met outside for those three hours. And truly, we enjoyed a wonderful outdoor patio and uh, had a wonderful time connecting. And I have uh, kind of stayed away from my family for a couple of days, just wondering, you know, because I did have a slight sore throat. But I get that from time to time from spicy food, uh, like spicy salsa. And it's like hay fever or ragweed season here in Michigan where I live. And so I often get sick from ragweed. So I was pretty sure it was just allergies, but waited a few days and just kind of stayed away from the family as much as I could and uh, got a COVID test um, yesterday and everything came out clear. And so I was glad to know that and just kind of chalk it up to allergies and not COVID. But uh, anyway, so I'm already a little bit behind on my goal of creating new content every day. But that's my goal for the month of September. Hey, I'd encourage you, if you want to pray for me and with me about that, that I can be consistent in creating this new content, I'd be really grateful. But uh, there's some other ways I'd like to ask for your help. So here's uh, three goals I have for this month of September. Number one is to develop the habit of consistency in producing this show on a regular basis. I think it'll result in a higher quality listening experience for you and hopefully help more pastors discover how they can create income outside the church so they can serve God and provide for their families no matter what. Number two, I'd like to double the number of episodes so I can get closer to breaking that 50 episode barrier. So this is episode number 24. I'd love to double that here in this month, the remaining days in September and get really close to number 50. And then, of course, uh, in October, be able to break that 50-episode barrier. I think it'll feel so great to get to this point of having more than 50 episodes, and it'll help me create more momentum for the show and help more people find it. You know, the more consistent I can be in creating content and putting it out there, the more episodes we have, the more people are interacting and, and sharing feedback and reviewing the show. That just helps it to grow. And uh, that's what I want to do. And not for myself, but so I can help more pastors, share more stories of pastors who are creating income outside the church and help more pastors take that step to be ready for some of these major economic shifts that are hitting the church. And number three, I'd love to grow my More Than a Pastor private Facebook group. Right now, I've got about 30 members, and I'd like to grow that to 100 here in this month of September. I'd like for my Facebook group to be a place where pastors who are on this journey to creating income outside the church, a place where we can connect together and encourage and support each other, ask questions, get answers, discover new ideas. I'd like to get in the habit of sharing content there in that group that's only available for the members. And so that's my private Facebook community. Uh, and I'd like to see that grow from 30 to 100 members. So here's where you come in. Here's where I think uh, you can help me grow my show and achieve my goals. And I'm humbling myself and asking if you would be willing to help me. And here's four ways that you could help. Number one, would you take a minute to join the private Facebook community? It's free. You can find it at morethanapastor.com slash Facebook. 
And if that's all you do to help, that would be enough because I just love to connect with you there and get to know you and uh, just have some fellowship and build community there in this private Facebook group. It's called the More Than a Pastor community. You can find it at morethanapastor.com slash Facebook. Number two, would you be sure you're subscribed to the show so you can be notified when new episodes are available? So whether you listen in 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 uh, Stitcher or the Apple Podcasts uh, app or Google, wherever you're listening, if you can be sure you are subscribed so you can stay up to date when new episodes drop. And then number three, would you think of someone who should know about the show? Maybe you have a colleague in ministry. Maybe you've got a friend who's been struggling financially and wondering how they can create income outside the church to make ends meet. Or maybe you already know a pastor who's got a couple of side hustles going already. And maybe they'd like to connect and and share share what they're learning and doing with other pastors. They can do that in that Facebook community. I'd love for that to happen. So could you find someone, think of someone that you can share the podcast with? And then number four, would you take a minute and just give me some feedback on the show? And you can do that in a couple of ways. You can leave me a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. That'll be a huge help because when people share reviews, it again shows that there's traction, that there's people listening. And and be honest. I mean, I listen to some podcasts where they say, and please go and give us a five-star review over at our you know website or whatever, or on, on Apple Podcasts. And it's like, well, I'll give you a five-star review if I think you're worth five stars, but so many shows are just asking people to give them five stars. I don't care how many stars you give me. I just want you to be honest, share your feedback, share your encouragement um, so that others can hopefully know about the show and that can help us build some traction. So that would be huge. Um, You can also share feedback in the More Than a Pastor community on Facebook. And again, I'd love to see some comments, some interactions there in the group, or you can email me at rich at morethanapastor.com. Just, I would love to know, what do you like about the show? What do you, uh, what don't you like? And what suggestions do you have for topics that you'd like to see covered in future episodes? I know I'm asking for a lot, but at least for myself, I'm glad I'm no longer afraid to ask for help when it's needed. And I think maybe that's one of the biggest things that's been holding me back in all of this, and that's fear. And there's a couple of sides to fear. I think there's the fear of failure, that I could fail at this, that no one will listen to the show or the content that I'm producing won't really help anyone. That fear is always there. But there's also the fear of success. And and this is so odd to me, that to achieve the kind of success I want means that I need to change and grow and become the person that's worthy of achieving the success I've envisioned as a podcaster, as a pastor, as a coach, as a guide. You know, we often want the end result, we want the goal, but we're not always willing to become the kind of person we need to be in order to achieve that goal or that end result. So I don't know, maybe you can relate to that. But I think the fear of success has held me back at times, that, that, that I'm not worthy of the kind of success I want to achieve or the level of success that I think I need to get to to be able to help other pastors. But really, I'm just along on this journey myself, learning 
experiencing different ways to create income outside the church. And I want to share what I'm learning, and I want to interview so many other pastors and have them share what they've learned, what they've experienced to help others as well. So I've realized I don't need to feel that I need to set myself up as an expert by any means, but someone who's a learner, someone who's listening, who's growing, who's sharing what they're learning with other people, and hopefully being able to help them along in their journey as well. So look, I've been uh, talking here for several minutes. I just want to say again, thanks for taking the time to listen to me today. It really means a lot. And before we go, I want to talk about a gift that I want to give you. During this month of September, I'd like to give away a couple of copies of my friend Vincent Piglisi's book, The Wealth of Connection. And I'd love for you to get one of those copies. The Wealth of Connection is really an interesting book that will open your eyes to the power of connection and generosity. Now, I know as pastors, we kind of already know this, but to be honest, this book impacted me in ways I didn't expect, and I think it'll impact you as well. Not only will it bless you personally as you're thinking about building your own online platform, maybe a message-based platform, or maybe you've got an offline service-based business or whatever it is that you envision for your business or side hustle, this book will help you think about how to build it in the right way through connections, through relationships, and not to not to take advantage of people or those relationships, but how to do the opposite, how to give first and invest in those relationships first before you ever ask others uh, for their help in what you're trying to do. So, I think this book will also be a blessing for you in your church. Think about the moments where you receive the offering, and you often will do a teachable moment there at the offering time. There are some awesome principles in this book that uh, can easily lend themselves to being illustrations uh, for that time, just to encourage people about giving and about investing in the lives of others, investing in God's kingdom. So I want to give away a couple of copies of this book during the month of September, but to members who are in our private More Than a Pastor Facebook community. And so if you're not already a member there, go to morethanapastor.com slash Facebook and join. If you are a member there, begin to interact. I'd love to have people share their comments, introduce themselves, ask questions. And so I want to give a couple of copies away in the month of September to people who are in the group and who are sharing a comment or introducing themselves or having some kind of interaction there. I'll just uh, make a list of all the people who have made interactions and uh, over the month of September and then put them in a, a random drawing. And then if your name is selected, I'll be contacting you uh, via direct message to get your mailing information so we can mail this out to you. Again, it's a book called The Wealth of Connection by Vincent Paglisi. I think you will really like it. We'd love to give away a couple of copies to those who are members of the More Than a Pastor community in Facebook. So before we go, let me ask you a question. Do you believe it's possible to get out of life whatever you want? Or are things pretty much fixed and you're going to get what you're going to get? We're going to talk about that in the next episode of the More Than a Pastor show. I hope you will join me. Until then, remember that you are more than a pastor. Saying yes to God's call doesn't mean you have to stay, you have to say yes to feeling stuck, broke, or unfulfilled in your life and ministry. 
Let's work together and help you create the life, impact, and income that you were made for.